listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Sean McVay talked up Cam Akers and said that he'll be a central figure in his offense and that he's a huge part of what they're trying to do moving forward and that he's priming himself to have a great year. We've seen McVay talk of running backs in the past, including Akers, right, before trying to <laughs> trade him last year, but yeah. they haven't made any moves yet this offseason, right? Akers is really the only back on that roster worth considering right now. Maybe there could be a surprise from, like, Karen, Karen, Karen Williams or Zach Evans, but as of now, that doesn't seem to be the case, right? Um, considering the fact that he was coming off the Achilles, you know, you got to consider that, see that's a consideration. He yeah. didn't start picking it up until late in the season. Look at his last three games. 23 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns. 19 carries, 123 yards. 21 carries, 104 yards. He only averaged two catches per game. That's going to have to go up if we're going to really depend on him having a high floor. Um, right. But he did look good at the end of the year. He was average in terms of yards after contact. But in terms of misforced tackles, pretty good. He was up there. Mm-hmm. Tied for the third most 10-plus yard runs during that span, only behind Dobbins and Kenneth Walker. Okay? Um, That tells you something about Dobbins, by the way. The fact that he was, you know, coming (laughs) off that multi-ligament injury. Go in on Dobbins this year. We'll we'll get to him in a second. But (laughs) yeah, another thing to keep in mind, though, is that this offensive line is going to be absolutely terrible. Okay? Yep. So (laughs) there's there's some positives here. There's some negatives here. And I think... This all comes down to, you know, what is the opportunity going to look like? Is he going to be involved in the receiving game? Is that going to be Kyron Williams' job? Who knows, right? Because he didn't get the receiving opportunity last year. Now, he's going off the board as the RB22, right before DeAndre Swift. For me, give me DeAndre Swift. Before Dalvin Cook, give me Cook. Pacheco, give me Akers. Rashad White, Ooh, I would say give me Acres, but it's close, especially yeah. in full PPR. David Montgomery, I have him ranked above Acres, so I think he's priced somewhat appropriately. But mm-hmm. you got to understand the range of outcomes. Do I look at him as like an RB one type of player? I don't. I don't. Now, yeah. you know, do, does he have that up- upside? Only if he's really, really involved in the receiving game, which we didn't see last year at all. Okay. When you see someone like Deontay Foreman, you know, doing his thing for the most part, a couple years later after his Achilles tear, you know, that's a good sign. But when you see what's going on with James Robinson, right, <laughs> with his lingering injuries, that's not a great sign. So right. what's the word? Like, are you in on K-Makers? What's the deal? Do you like his price? I'm okay with his price. And I, I, I almost like it. You know, because I think that the risk is baked in a little bit right there because you know that the offense, we're not sure what the offense is going to look like. I mean, we know Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, as long as they're healthy, they're going to be throwing the ball a bunch to Cooper Cup, and that's about it. And the offensive line is the biggest thing for me because that's a bad offensive line. Like, usually, and this is just, you know, asinine point here, but I can usually name one offensive lineman on a team. I can't name a single one from the Rams. (laughs) They are allowing a ton of sacks. Matthew Stafford was out for the season last year because he was under so much pressure. You know, he got all these hits, and it was only a matter of time before he went down. And obviously, if they can't pass protect, they're not going to probably be able to run protect either, uh, run block, So I should say. So that is going to hang over Cam Akers for the entire season. However, the only thing that we have working for us now is we've seen Cam Akers kind of be that guy that takes on that high-volume role. And he did that the past couple 
uh, games, the last few games of last season. You know, he finished as the RB8 from week 11 on last year. That was with just 11 receptions on 12 targets, like you said, so not terribly involved in the passing game. But he had full control of the red zone and goal line carries. He had 19 red zone carries. Five of those were end zone uh, inside the five. Not a single running back tallied another one. So he had complete control over the backfield when it came to goal line, red zone carries. Good news for him. Good news for the running game. You know, he's going to have that role unlocked. Early down running back, he's got that role. Uh, the Rams will be getting Stafford and Cup, like I said. If they can stay healthy, I think that the offense can be better than it was last season. So that's going to raise his you know, floor a little bit. It's not going to give him too much, but it's going to raise it a little bit. I think that he can maintain that type of you know, workload as far as what he got in the run game last season. He averaged just about 20 attempts a game in the last three games. I think he can get that this season. But like you said, not being involved in the passing game hurts a ton for fantasy. It's going to keep him probably outside the top 10. Um, I could see him finishing just outside. He might be able to sneak in as a low, low end RB1 if everything goes right. But like I said, that's if everything goes right. I think that there's risk with Cam Akers. It's baked into his ADP at RB2020, not 2022, at RB22. So I'm okay targeting him. I'm low-key optimistic about what he can do this season. But um, like you just said, it's nothing. nothing is guaranteed. We'll see how it happens. I have him on a couple of my rosters in Dynasty Leagues. I'm, I will say I'm buying the little dip that we have right here, just hoping that things can come together. And it looks like they can. He, he should be a more involved part of the offense, like Sean McVay said, a central figure. You know, If they want to get more balanced and stop leaning so much on the passing game of Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's getting older. If they want to get more balanced, I think that Cam Akers could definitely – be the kind of guy that kind of sneaks in to that top 12, even though he's drafted in the dead zone. Staying on the Rams, rookie Rams receiver Puka Nakua is making an impression. Uh, yeah. He's playing all three receiver positions. He's showing a good grasp in the playbook. And this is what LaFleur is saying, their, their offensive coordinator. He said that they're not babying him at all. Stafford is throwing him touchdowns in minicamp. He's standing out to Sean McVay. He's standing out to Cooper Cup. Both of those guys had great things to say about him um, and LaFleur as well. And I've been saying, you know, from the beginning all the way back to the Senior Bowl, he was one of my favorite wide receivers who stood out to me during that week of practice when they drafted him. Despite him being a late-round guy, I just, I just believe in the guy. He was literally the second most efficient receiver in college football last year, 3.53 yards per route run, second among all 200 wide receivers with 50 or more targets in the FBS. The year before that, sixth in the country among 200 wide receivers with 50 or more targets. He's versatile. He's had really bad injury luck. But I think this dude can start in three wide receiver sets for the Rams this year and play a Robert Woods type of role. Cooper Cup in the slot with him and Van Jefferson on the outside in those bunch formations. Let Sean McVay scheme him up. He's free in drafts right now. So yeah. I, I'm... Personally, I'm in on Puka. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I actually mentioned about how the Rams haven't had a producer, consistent producer for fantasy outside Robert Woods um, since he left. You know, it's been Cooper Cup and that's about it. So that's kind of the role that you want to envision for Puka Nakua. But um, I, I, I like Puka Nakua too. You know, the way that he's, you know, versatile, like you said, he'll be able to play anywhere. Is there really going, that you said he'll be playing on three wide receiver sets. Is Van Jefferson, do you think, 
that much better where he's going to be starting over him. Maybe like say we get halfway through the season and Puka Nakua is doing really well. Like I could see Nakua being the wide receiver too. He might not have to be on. It might not have to be wide receiver three, three wide receiver sets for him to be on the field. I don't want to hype him up I too think, much. I think but... he can. I think he can out target Van Jefferson, right? Yeah. Um, but like in two in in two in two wide receiver base sets is probably going to be Jefferson because he's like the veteran there and you know he probably a little bit more polished and seasoned. Um, but like like yeah, again yeah. like you know if if Puka can you know really shine like out of the gate you know you never know. I, I don't think Van Jefferson is this like amazing football player, but he is one of Sean McVay's favorites, and I think mm-hmm. he's going to be on the field most of the year. The good thing is that. You know, Sean Mavay, if he has three wide receivers, he will use 11 personnel uh, as much as he can. Right. Yeah, I, I, that's the only thing for me. That's what's encouraging to me. You know, if his only competition to get on the field and see significant time is Van Jefferson, you know, I think that he has that shot to get onto the field, see a decent number of snaps, enough that he's going to be relevant as a flex play, you know, pretty much. Even after just a couple of weeks in the NFL, um, I'm not exactly sure how he's going to pan out. Obviously, like you said, he had terrible injury luck. We don't want that to continue. But um, the Rams haven't had anyone behind Cooper Cup. I think he could be that guy if things pan out with, for him correctly. Um, it's just a camp report, obviously. But um, that's all we have to work with right now. So we're going to take what we can get. And I think that Puka Nakua, there's definitely there should be more hype around him. Like you said, he's going for free right now. Um, there should be more. Would you be surprised if we didn't see that ADP kind of rise a little bit? No, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I think right. not enough people know about him. You know, he was a later round pick. Um, yeah. Nobody can really see Matt Stafford, you know, maintaining another wide receiver given his health, right? Everyone's going to be talking about like who's going to throw him the ball. Well, it seems like Stafford's pretty healthy right now. And yeah. it doesn't seem like the injuries from last year is going to affect him this year, according to the people that, you know, monitor these injuries and break them down and analyze them. It seems like Stafford will be fine. That's why we're drafting yep. cups so early. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 